Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. Two U.S. search and rescue units are being deployed to Turkey to help with the aftermath of Monday's deadly earthquake. The death toll uh, from the magnitude 7.8 earthquake is at over 5,000. Gosh, wow. just heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. Jeez. It's amazing some of the video that's coming out of them just pulling, you know, um, survivors from the wreckage. I mean, little kids and, you know, just scared to death. That's a big one. Seven, eight. What did that feel like? What did they say? Some people said they thought it was the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. they said they people were broke down on their knees and uh, were praying because they thought the end was here. Uh, yesterday, Buffalo, New York was hit with the strongest earthquake uh, in 40 years. That was just 3.8. Oh, but wow, they don't yeah. get them up there. No. I've never heard of one there. Yeah, Buffalo? No. We had that I mean, little one down in Oklahoma that, that people felt in Omaha, and I literally felt it, too. I didn't feel it. It was like it. a Saturday morning, and it was like, I was like, am I shaking or hungover? That's it hit the news. It was like, we felt the earthquake up here. That's one of my things I want to experience is an earthquake. No, um, nothing know. nothing uh, like terrible, like, you know, at the end of the world, I'm praying now. Uh, just a little shake, a little shake, roll and roll, you know what I'm saying? Or you don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bad Elvis showed up. Oh, how dare you? Terrible Elvis showed up. <laughs> wow, you're really giving Matthew McConaughey a run for his money, voicing that Elvis for that new Netflix series. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, one of the things that they're talking about is um, Americans who want to help they say if you want to direct your donations through the Red Cross, nonprofits, and church groups. Because um, a lot of people are, you know, saying, like, what can we do to help? Google yesterday unveiled a new chatbot tool dubbed Bard. It's uh, trying to compete with the success of ChatGPT. And that uh, has been, you know, taking over the Internet. It's called Bard? How do you, how do you spell that? B-A-R-D. Okay. Bard. You know, like the Bard. bard. Right. Shakespeare. Yep. Shakespeare. Um, so Google on Monday unveiled it and they said that uh, right now it's going to be uh, sent to trusted testers and those will be the first ones to get to play with it. And then in the coming weeks, it'll be made available. But like chat GPT, it was, you know, it's based on large language model. They're trained, you know, to kind of like pivot and learn and then the idea is, is that I guess um, Microsoft is going to be unveiling their. No, they their have. Their it's, it's changing. They have to. It's changing the idea of what a what a search engine should do. What we're used to is you put into Google, and it goes retrieves information. These things create content. Yeah, that's why it's called the bar. It's a little highfalutin. Like, is it really going to be <sighs> kicking out Shakespearean level? That's what answers to when I ask it, what's the loudest fart ever recorded? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It, t it answers in iambic pentameter. <laughs> Maybe it does. <laughs> I mean, like, at what point yes. is these things just going to replace, like, you know, like, Jeff, don't answer, ask that question. Yeah, You're don't. stupid. 
Like, they should just straight up replace us. Yeah, they 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 will, Jeff. And the reason why Google and all those guys are coming out with their own because they will be replaced if they don't. They're already saying, we got to get something out there. Now MSN's coming out with... I'm just saying, Google was always a machine yeah. that you would just put in your data in. This thing's now thinking. Yeah. So the more... It's like asking your smartest friend dumb questions all the time. And it's like, eventually, it's like, you should just shut up. And I should do all of the thinking and talking for you, right? Yes. And that's when Terminator so. happens. When did we burn the sky? Uh, nobody knows. People are using that chat thing like uh, more and more so. Before it was just kind of like jokey, jokey. But I think they're incorporating their job to make things a little bit easier somehow. Because whenever you ask a question, that's what's fun about it. it there's a different, it gives you a different result every time. You would think that like with Google, it would be like the same thing after a while. But yeah, all right, so now this new one's coming out, Bard. Bard, yeah, Bard. and then today Microsoft will unveil theirs. I don't know what the name of it is, but they were saying that, you know, today was the day that they were going to show off their AI. We, we were playing with ChatGPT last week, and they've already put guardrails up on it. Like I was trying to, stuff that it did a couple weeks ago, now it wouldn't do. It's got a conscience. It's We've got a moral offended compass. It. Yep. <laughs> We've offended it. Can't play anything. You're like, you're no fun anymore. They're like, well, you're a terrible person. And I'm yeah. logging this for later for you to be one of the it's first. Kind of, they learn from Alexa. Yeah, you can't for, to you have know. me destroyed by a hunter killer bot. Exactly, you've put yourself on their radar, Jeff. Right, <laughs> mm-hmm. way to go. So there's a new proposal about school lunches. Uh, federal guidelines want to start limiting the amount of sugar and sodium that school lunches provide for our children. Um, they are saying that kids aren't getting the nutri- nutrition that they need and that diet-related diseases are on the rise. I mean, the one thing that they have been seeing an uptick in is uh, childhood obesity. And one of the ways that I guess they want to start com- help combating, you know, this disease is uh, new standards. So it would limit added sugars and gradually reduce weekly sodium limits in did, school lunches. Did you ever have any trouble with the stuff your kids were eating at school? No, they don't like school lunches, and so I just pack a lunch. Yeah, okay. I was so dang finicky, too. Yeah. Like, good luck getting me to eat it. And then the t- the stuff that they did want were my easy weeknight things. So, like, I was always so frustrated like, because this type, well, like, because they'd be like, all right, fine, I'll take the chicken nugget one. And I'm like, well, no, that's a, my go-to weeknight thing if I'm feeling tired. It's like, who wants chicken nuggets for dinner, you know? And then you throw them in the oven. And then if they had them for lunch, <laughs> you're host. Yeah. You know, like they're like, well, we had chicken nuggets for lunch. And I'm like, well, I hate you. Are you guys sitting at the table as a family eating your chicken nuggets then? We um we sit at the like uh the island, like the kitchen island. All of you guys do? Okay. Yeah. Like last night, the kids and I, last night was pasta night. Okay. Um, and you're so just, you haven't tried the whole dumping the pasta on the, on the counter? No, I haven't done the plastic line <laughs> counter yet. Just going ahead and say, hey, this is from Uncle Party. <laughs> he on. was saying maybe we could do this like a crab boil. Yes. Uh, no, we have not. But okay. it, it it is defi- definitely one of those things where I just remember as a kid, there weren't really options. It was just like, this is no. what's for lunch. This is what you're eating. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. it. Starve. So I guess they're going to start opening this up and taking public comments starting today. Um, so God help the USDA. The kids. Yeah, the kids exactly. Say more pizza. <laughs> More pizza. Less salt on more the pizza. More ketchup. Yes. Um, more ketchup. More more sweet things. God, did you guys, growing up, and I'm, I'm assuming we all did, we all ate bologna sandwiches, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Oh my God! For some reason, just talking about lunch takes me right back to there and makes me want to eat a bologna sandwich. I haven't had a bologna sandwich in so long. I just always remember yeah. all this guilt because I threw out my lunch a lot. Oh, you I, did. I remember the sound of the apple in the bottom yeah. of the bag. <laughs> I remember the sound the bag made when it hit the trash can because the apple was still in it. Well, it was terrible because the, the for the longest lunch. time, oh, yeah. it, it was always red delicious apples, which are the worst tasting apples of the apples. It was a little dry, right? I do yes. remember snapping mealy, into a like kind of mealy, kind of a bland apple, cheap. Yeah, they were cheap. And then you would try and do some horse trading at the table with your little Debbie. Um, dessert. Best of luck. For a hostess. Oh, with the mostest. I'm yeah. so excited, though. The Little Debbie um, Valentine's Day cakes are out, and I got those for the kids. God, I saw those at the store. Okay. And I, it took everything in me not to buy a... I, I got a... The, the kids like chocolate, right? But I really like the white cakes. Um, and yeah, it's those got are that good waxy, memories. Yes, and it took everything in me, Jeff, not to buy... Like, because I was like, I'm going to be the one eating this. I am, yeah. No, because that's where. Who cares? Live life. You know where life is? Self-control. Right here. <laughs> Live your life. If you want to eat them all, eat them all, Molly. I'm checking them out. Baked with love. Be my Valentine. Yes. Little Debbie snack cakes. Aren't they so cute? They're so cute. They come two to a pack. They're adorable. Um, they come the in toy. vanilla, like the white, and then the chocolate. And I got the, I've gotten the chocolate ones for the kids. Oh, that sounds delicious. Okay, and you don't eat them? Oh, you do? Or no, do, I don't eat right. the chocolate ones. The white ones, it's like the siren call. There's something it? about it. I don't know why, because I'm not necessarily a vanilla person. I'm okay. more of a chocolate person. But there's something about those vanilla Little Debbie cakes, that like waxy, weird frosting that yeah. it's almost not frosting <laughs> it's not yeah, yeah exactly like, like okay. coats the inside of your mouth you know it's not stomach. frosting when you can grab it barehanded and not lick any frosting off your finger <laughs> exactly when you're able to touch it and <laughs> manhandle it for a while it still hasn't left any residue on your fingers jeff what's your just what they're eating in the last of last of us yes they're eating 20-year-old Little Debbie snack cakes for dinner. And they taste just as fresh as the day I bought uh, them. Yeah. So I guess bourbon tourism is really uh, catching on, and Kentucky is reaping the benefits. Attendance at distilleries along the Kentucky Bourbon Trail surpassed 2 million people last year for the first time ever. And It's interesting. Have you been on to that area of Kentucky? I no. have not. No. It's really cool. It's gorgeous. I mean, and it really is neat, but it's just so funny because a lot of that is, you know, you can't drink there. Um, they're dry counties. They're yeah. dry counties. So in the past decade, they call it the Amber Adventure has had a 370% surge in attendance that I guess beating pre-pandemic records. I don't know if people suddenly got into the finer things, but didn't we come across somebody that had gone to... Um, mm -hmm. Like a bourbon auction, wasn't it there? Seems like there's somebody oh, the we know. Drive? Yes, yeah. remember that? Oh, I mean, and it's that, become the, like a whole thing, the local right? thing. Yeah, I remember yes. that conversation. Yeah, where like you're just lucky to get whatever you get. Like they call your number, and you're like, I'll take it all, uh, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I think High V does it. There's some various places around town that when they get a batch of the good stuff, yes, they do like a lottery and people show up. You still got to pay for it, but you're right. It's just the demand is so high. Because the thing about bourbon, unlike like a vodka or something like that, it really, it, you can't rush time. I mean, if something is, you know, aged five years, oak barrel, like it's, it's aged, aged five, five years. years, you know, so, so 
but, it's I guess this is becoming more and more of a phenomenon. Um, the bourbon tourism. People yeah, are making a point of like going to you're like doing a wine tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And scotch is so dang expensive. It's like I'm a, I like scotch, but it's like, you know, bourbon is so in. Yes. And it's made here. 18 participating distilleries are along that little um, bourbon trail. And it's and when you're down there in Kentucky, they, they have signs. Like it's like signs. you're on the you're like you're on the bourbon trail. Oh, okay. Like it's like they're like, you know, um highway signs where it's like, yeah, it's like an official stretch. That should be party's purgatory. We should move him to a dry county. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> um, you talk to guys that like are on a business trip and they find out they're in a dry county and you look it up and you're you're an hour drive I no 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 from no that would anywhere suck. that sells booze mm-hmm. yeah I'm guessing I would uh have to go an hour away to pick up a bunch and bring it so at a dry county you I know you can't buy it there but you can certainly drink it there it's just hard, I mean, to, find. Not, hard to find you, right? you just can't you're find gonna it. get judged why does that exist <laughs> that's stupid all right we'll be back hang on You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You know what we ought to do? We ought to send a big giant balloon over to uh, China and put like confetti in it. <laughs> Yay! Like a pinata, get candy. Whee! I mean, it kind of looked like that when they blew that up. Uh, so have you watched all the different clips? Everybody filmed it with their phone. I've seen a couple of them, yeah. Yeah. Pretty weird. It's, it's I want to like know what the, the, the people jet People were used. cheering. Yeah. They were cheering. Hey, wee. Like, they all knew it was coming. People got their phones out, aimed it up at the sky, because I guess these jets were circling it. Yeah. And they were waiting for the balloon to get off the coast. They were like, oh. I mean, there's a ton of people that are like, they're going to shoot it down. They're going to shoot it down. And then they cheer. It looks like a 4th of July moment. <laughs> like, because you could hear music playing in the background because we're all down at Myrtle Beach. They're on the beach. Looked yeah, like the weather was pretty up. good. Oh, look, blue sky. Wasn't a cloud in the sky. Loving Just it. a balloon and a jet. And that F-22, it launches a missile off the rail. That's what I was wondering, Jeff, because I seen the video where something looks like it's fired off and then the jet turns and does whatever maneuver it's doing to yeah, get away. Yeah, you see the early contrail of the missile and then it goes yeah. like hypersonic. How badass. Boom. And everybody cheers. Yeah. Yay. And it was like, take that, whoever. Take that balloon. Are. I felt sad, a little sad listening to the cheering. I'm like, we shot down a balloon. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, man. I know. Who Any knows port to storm, right? We need, take, we, we need a win. We need a win. <laughs> but yeah, I think we if we did the same thing, put something in that thing, like, uh, like well, Molly Candy would be a good idea, but just confetti. I like candy. Just make it rain, confetti. Then they got to clean it up. What a What's mess. the holiday that you're supposed to hit the pinata, oh, the, uh, pinata? pinata full of candy? God, what is that holiday? I mean, I'm sure you can do it for any holiday. You can do it for a birthday. Yeah, but... I was going to say birthdays usually, but I mean, I don't know. Do they do it for Cinco de Mayo? I'm not exactly entirely sure if there's like a set like this Jeff, is the pinata like, holiday. When we were a kid, I remember people strapping them to a tree and blindfolding somebody and you whack that thing with a stick. And I don't know if that was like May Day or something. I, that is a great question. This is not dumb question of the day. Um, we did one at I've Easter. never even thought of that. You did? Did you beat a bunny up or something? What'd yeah, you do? it was like a bunny. What was crazy was uh, we got one for the kids. And so it was, you know, Declan and Mara, my kids, and then my nephew Conroy, and they all took turns. 
And it was like Declan took a couple swings. Conroy took a couple swings. Mara, man, you would have thought she had like a grudge. Oh, some anger issues. <laughs> oh, my God. They're we're like, whoa. They're hard to crack open. Yes. And they're kind of a safety hazard. Somebody usually gets hit in the face with a stick. You see yeah. the videos all the swing time. and miss. <laughs> you know, you spin them around, you get dizzy, and then you try hitting it with a bat. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to get hit. It sounds like it. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, doesn't sound like it would be safe. Now, but when it, it when is it, fun, when it was cracked open and all the candy hit the uh, hit the ground, mm-hmm. did you have an urge to be one of the ones jumping and getting some of that stuff? No, because I know okay. that they'll all do right. all the dirty work, and then I can just go through their basket later and take it. Exactly, like every good parent does. <laughs> Poor little bunny, <laughs> Easter bunny. Yeah, we need to find an excuse for a pinata. <laughs> yes, I agree with you, Jeff. I didn't think, never thought of, is there, if someone can help us, call us, uh, 938-9400. What, what holiday is it that where that derives from? And a lot of times you have pinata. to fill, like sometimes pinatas yeah. come empty and you fill them. Oh, yeah, you get to fill whatever you want. Yeah, and then some already come pre-filled, uh, like, but I find those candies to be a little lacking. Not a big, well, not, of course. the biggest fan of that. Yeah. We just had our Christmas party on Saturday. A pinata would have been a great idea. Yeah, put some booze, little tiny little booze in there. Yeah, the little plastic bottles of booze. Why not? Yeah, because then it's supposed to be a mad shuffle for everybody diving on the floor. <laughs> I'd reason. fill it with like gift cards and stuff, and just the stuff that we all want. Uh, of course, I just want candy, but uh, yeah, I, I never even candy. thought about that. Did you grab the little gift box when you left? I Kate, did. Kate put together these I little did. gift box full of candy. I know. Oh, it was really? Very nice. There was uh, those scratch tickets in there, and uh, um, yeah, some candy. Uh, went right to the freezer, Jeff. Went right to the. Did freezer. you scratch your ticket? I did. We won one scratch ticket. That's it. I was having visions of maybe we'll win. Maybe we'll win some because that lady that won, um, I think she won like 175 grand. Wow. Uh, this yeah. winter. Remember that weird story? Yes. Um, yeah, there was like a white elephant type deal. And right. this, yeah, lady got tickets. The lady didn't want it. The gifted lottery ticket, when you gift it to someone, you don't want them to win. <laughs> no. I mean, for the love of God, what a nightmare. You bought that. <laughs> 175 grand, too. All right, we're going to get to Molly's Minute coming up next. Your number's in, 938-9400. That's it. What's up, Molly? Uh, Jennifer Lopez kind of uh, subtly addressing the miserable Ben Affleck memes that are making their house. I know. The internet has been so mean to Ben Affleck. It's great. It's fantastic. All right, we'll get to that next. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, welcome to the show, my friends. Tuesday, temperature Tuesday at that. 18 cent Tuesdays. Get 18 cent runs. Pretty good of, deal. That, that is, is a deal, great man. Deal. Yeah. I mean, last week it was zero. <laughs> still 18 cents. Still under 20. So I'm happy go. to pay 18 cents for it to not be zero outside. All right, what's up, right. Molly? Uh, Jennifer Lopez um, is making headlines for her Grammy appearance, not because of like how amazing she looked, and she did look amazing, but uh, how grumpy her husband Ben Affleck looked next to her. Miserable now, face. Now I see, you know, we have resting bitchy face, all that. 
And I, I don't see Ben Affleck on a regular, you know, basis. So maybe that was just, maybe we all look like that when we're stuck in a situation like that. I feel bad. I'm it wasn't just his face, him. though. It was like, you know, even when during like the Motown thing where everybody's up and kind of dancing and moving, he's I don't just think sort he knows of standing there and swaying. I don't think he knows how to dance. He'd be like Peter. Remember, he's also a bigger star than everybody in the room. He's a movie star. Yeah. These are music stars. Uh-huh. Isn't he a bigger deal? I mean, in some cases, well, nobody's bigger than so. Beyonce. I mean, Beyonce and Jay-Z are in the room. Like, well, they're different. It's just different. Right. You they're know. stratospheres of fame. But he's definitely, he's an Academy Award, you know. He's Ben Affleck. He's Ben Affleck. So, um, but it was interesting because the one clip that everybody caught was this one where he, uh, Ben leans over, whispers something in uh, Jennifer Lopez's ear, and she's like, knock it off. <laughs> um. And like, uh, like, you know, taps him or you know kind of gives him a little slap on the on the chest like cool it and he you know and then all of a sudden they realize they're on camera and they self-adjust uh but uh she was trying to like maybe subtly redirect the narrative by posting some cool pictures of them and say uh with the um with the caption always the best time with my love my husband and a heart so i mean she was having a good time whether he was or not the grammys got good ratings i saw that uh so about 12.4 million viewers and that is a 30 percent increase from last year's ceremony what and do you think it was since 2020 it was good it just, yeah it was well run it ran smooth there wasn't a reason to punch away it was a really good grammys well done yeah they had good musical performances um it kept moving like it didn't feel like there were a lot of there were a couple moments where Trevor Noah seemed awkward when he was out in the audience and it kind of stalled a little bit, but I think they were just buying time for whatever set changes yeah, were probably. happening. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, it was nice. Trevor could have done a little bit better, but it was, like, wholesome. He was very wholesome all yeah, night long. Likeable, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. not picking on anyone. So I, I just liked the tone. The tone was in the right place. It was about the music, and I yes. thought it was kick-ass. I really enjoyed it. I not- usually crap all over those award shows, and I was. Yeah. And at no, the very end, I don't know if, Molly, you saw it, but Jeff, had, Mitch, I, I didn't see the end until yesterday. I, I final, finally watched it, but the Jay-Z and a bunch of guys w- did a, a little, you know, song and whatever at the end where there was so much food on tables. And when you asked what they did with the food, I was like, I don't even, I didn't see it. Then I watched it yesterday. I was like, oh, my God, that is a lot of food. And it's sad that I'm looking at all the food. <laughs> I was like, look at that food. Did it it's go to a food on, It's bank? pretty on character. Though. Where'd it go? I know. It was like, like I described it. There's more food on those tables than there are in a buffet in Vegas. I couldn't believe how much food was there. I'm was like, it real wow. or did it seem That's like the way it was, was shot? Like yeah, I was real. Like it was very, uh-huh. it was supposed to be, you know, movie level. Okay. You know, as if he's sitting like King Arthur. You Got know, it. how you would imagine a king at a feast. Yes. Like every food and drink that you could imagine was in front of them. And, you know, they're drinking and he's singing. It was this really cool performance. They had it. Where was that up? The street? It was on a street in L.A. They shut down the street. Yeah, they do that. They've done that a couple times. Don't you remember they did that for um, The weekend? Oh, that's right. That's where right. they closed down that, and he got to open the show live, and it was like him walking across the bridge or something like that. Maybe they left a table there for all the homeless uh, out there to go uh, gorge. On they were panning in on some of the uh, the the, char, the charcuterie boards that are on those tables. You um, know you wanted to say charcuterie. I tried, <laughs> I tried not to, and I did it. 
Um, so yeah, so that food there was high high end food, and it, I guess it should be. I, they're not gonna have Twinkies and Girl Scout cookies up there. Why not, man? That sounds delicious <laughs> <know>. as well. <laughs> the full spread, Gladiator Two. Oh, talk dirty! After how many? I mean, it, I can't it's wait. Been almost twenty five years with 20, Russell Crowe. Yes. Well, this, um, I'm going to call this the Maverick effect. Now, since 30 years between two hit movies, 30 years will green light everything to get mm-hmm. a remake because there's so, no limit to how long you can wait. I can't Ridley wait, Scott and I hope it. it's I hope it's five hours long. I love Gladiator. Okay, <laughs> we're we're with you. <laughs> Ridley Whoa. Scott announced it back in 2018, um, but obviously. There were things that happened in the world. It has kind of pushed it back. But now, like four years after that, the sequel is supposed to open in November of 2024. I guess I forgot. I thought Russell Crowe died in the first one. He did. I don't know if Russell Crowe's in the second one. I don't know if he did either. um, Because remember, the end scene is him walking walking through, uh, you know. So no, who he knows? Does die. I mean, the guy buries the thing in the middle of the. It's his buddies. Like I, I'll join you, yeah, but the, not today. The, the reason then, he's walking through the fields is he's dead. He's dead. in Elysium. Yeah. That's the I don't line like at the, the beginning. If you find dead, yourself though. walking alone, you're already dead. Are they saying Russell Crowe's coming back? That's the thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, what do you know? Well, they haven't. There well, isn't a lot. Do some to know. research. <laughs> I'm excited already. Understood. <laughs> this five hours of a, a movie. Possibly may, but the the thing is, is that <laughs> Come on. Gladiator Two is either going to be a spinoff and follow somebody else. Okay. I mean, it he died at the end of Gladiator, and if All you right. didn't know that, I'm sorry, but you had twenty you. some years. <laughs> the movie, so spoiler uh, alert: my, oh, my Gladiator my never dies, just like my Rocky never dies. Yeah, yeah I are you just, not entertained? The, that was the best part of Gladiator was the the opening battle scene. Oh my god, it's so and yes. hi, him so giving good. that speech uh-huh. uh, to his troops. That's why I would love them to redo this twenty years later, and it's like a fat, bloated <laughs> Russell Crowe. You mean current Russell Crowe? <laughs> yes. You mean Russell yeah. Crowe now? <laughs> well, that's cool. He's fappy. He Hopefully, is. it happens. All right, 938 uh, Follow us on Facebook or wherever you want to follow us. We're on Twitter and all that stuff. Um, podcasts will be up on the app, of course, today like they are every day. And also there's some tickets up there. You can uh, put your name in the hat to become a funnest to win them. I mean, Ed Sheeran's in there. Lizzo's in there. Uh, so, yeah, get that app loaded up on your smartphone. We got what's trending coming up next. It is the season of love, but therapists have weighed in on the biggest regrets people um, admit having after a breakup. All right, we're going to get to that one next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Weekdays from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 941.